You're listening to Coach Rita on the LOA Radio Network. Many say that the law of attraction doesn't always work. And Coach Rita would like to show you why it's not working. During this hour, you will gain great insight that will help you to make easy changes to become the great co-creator that you came here to be. Tune in and discover your missing link to the Law of Attraction with Coach Rita Hurry. Hello, hello, hello everyone and welcome to your missing link to the Law of Attraction show. I'm your host, Coach Rita Hurry from a very cold UK. Just when you thought it was safe to switch on your radio again. Coach Rita is back to keep you on your toes at the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Well, I just would like to say a big thank you to those listeners who have emailed in to share their questions with you today. And also, I have a good news story. Now, this excites me when I hear from my listeners. After all, this show is about you and it is for you. So please do continue to send in your stories and questions. After all, you and I are co-creating this show. We are a team. So we're inspiring, we're moving people forward. And I just think it's nice to share your stories. It's nice to to answer your questions and, and have you a part of the show. I think to me that's important. As a coach, I love interacting with people. My business thrives on my interaction with people. Um, just, you know, connecting with you all, helping you on your journey, as well as sharing what you've been through uh, on your law of attraction journey. So it is really great to actually be a part of your life on this show as well as share what's happening with you so as I said please do share your stories or your questions with me you can email them to me on info at coachrita.co.uk and that's info at coachrita.co.uk well, I have a special guest on today's show who will be joining me later. Nick Reynolds from London is an international entrepreneur, I said that correctly, <laughs> who has made career transitions from teaching to photography to now being a successful businessman. So you can hear his journey later on in the show as I interview him and he shares his tips as well as just sharing his his story to to where he is now. But first, it's time for Coach Rita Hurry's Corner. And for this segment, um, it's really about you. Um, last week on my first show, obviously it was my first show, so I didn't have any emails or any questions to answer. So it was very much me um, talking to you, giving you some inspiration I hope on the importance of moving forward having faith and how faith is um, about feeling good and getting excited about what you want but in today's show 
I'm happy to say that I've got a question that um, has come through that I'd like to answer, along with sharing my good news story. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to doing that as well. But first, let's have the question. So the question comes from Claudia in London. So thank you, Claudia, for sending your um, question through to me. And her question is, how do we make the best of what is without getting anxious? Very good question. Well, first of all, it really... Um, well, let, let's, let's have a look at it in terms of the negative. So if the situation that you're currently in is a negative situation, um, say, for example, you've had an argument with someone who you have a good relationship before, you know, someone who you value in your life and you've had a really bad argument that has upset you, some hurtful things were said, um, how do you make the best of this situation in order to keep staying strong and focused on, on trying to move forward? Well, in terms of the example that I've given, really what tends to happen is we tend to, to stay focused on the situation. If it's a negative situation, we tend to stay focused on how we're feeling um what was said how the other person treated us um and we will go over and over and over this in our head we will know the details inside and out and it's it's not good because what it does is it attracts more negativity so Think about, for example, if you think about any time that you felt down about a situation, when you're thinking about it, don't you notice that other negative situations, other past experiences that were negative start to come into your thoughts and then you, then you kind of resonate with it and say, oh yeah, that person treated me like that and said that. Yeah, and then that person said it. They said exactly the same thing that that person said. Am I really like that, you know? And am I such a bad person? And then all these thoughts will come because what you're doing, you are attracting them. And and that is a prime example of the universe at work, that the negatives and all the issues, all the problems that could come up will come up at that moment when you are feeling vulnerable because your focus is on the situation. Your focus is on the negative situation. So negativity loves company and all the negative stuff will come and that's what you've done. You've just attracted even more so. So Making the best of what is, if it's a negative situation, is going to make you more anxious if you stay focused on it. If the situation is, okay, it's not negative, it's not an art, for example, like I gave an example of an argument. 
if a situation is you're waiting for the outcome of an interview, you know, you, you've gone for an interview and you feel you've done the best that you can, but you've not heard anything by the date that you were supposed to hear. They've said they need to come back to you later. That's when the anxious thoughts come. How do you deal with that? You, you get solution focused. The only way to deal with things that are currently happening in your life is to get solution focused. You have to remember that everything you want is done. The universe always says yes. So with this situation, say the interview, it's done. You've done the best that you could. You wanted the job. You went for the interview. You did it. So now to get solution focused on this situation is to trust in the universe. Is That's where the element of faith, like I spoke about in last week's show, the element of faith comes in. Where do I want to be? What do I want from this? What's going to make me feel good? So instead of focusing on the waiting period, that what's going to happen, maybe they don't like me, maybe I did this, maybe I did that, maybe I didn't answer that question correctly. Instead of focusing on what is, what's the solution? What is the solution if you don't get that job? What's going to make you feel better? Maybe looking at a different job, maybe looking at your strengths, maybe taking your mind off that and doing something else. There are different ways to take your focus off the current situation. And the best way to do that is to get solution focused. To get solution focused is not to, obviously, if you're waiting for an interview, you, you can't tell the person, oh, by the way, you're going you're gonna to hire me. <laughs> Although a lot of us probably would say, oh, yes, it's my job. Don't worry, don't worry about interviewing me. It, it's already my job. But the only way to get solution focused in that situation is to make yourself feel better. What's the solution? Get feeling better. Get Take your mind off it. Move forward. Know that at the end of the day, whatever the outcome is, you've done what you've done, you've done the best that you can. Now, let's look at feeling better. Let's let's get let's get you feeling better. Because at the end of the day, what we want is all about feeling good. You don't want something if it's going to make you feel like crap. You want something that's going to make you feel good. That's that's what manifestations are about. Once you get a manifestation, you feel good. Then you want another thing and then you feel good. We all want things that make us feel good. So with that in mind, the best, making the best of what is without letting anxiety take over really is about moving forward, getting solution focused, getting solution focused in the way of, I want to feel good. What shall I do? Now, with that, it brings clarity. With that, you feel a sense of purpose. You become proactive instead of reactive. Reactive brings anxiety, brings negativity, because you're reacting to 
the possibilities of others creating your life. Now, we are all co-creators. I know that you all know that you are all co-creators. So therefore, we shouldn't be reactors. We should continue being co-creators and creating what's good for us, what makes us happy. And so I would actually say that in answer to your question, Claudia, is to is to get proactive, is to get solution focused, is to not look at the situation, whatever the situation is, be it a situation like the interview, which is um, a, a minor situation because it, you can move past it, or a situation which has been quite hurtful and upsetting. Get solution focus, gain your clarity, know that what you do want is always answered with a yes and focus on that. Know that it's, it's done and that your, what you want will happen. So I hope that answers your question and thanks again for sending it through. And if anyone else has got a question they'd like to ask me, please do email me on info at coachrita.co.uk. Okay, and the final part for um, Coach Rita Hurry's Corner is I'm going to share my good news story that came through. And this is from Graham from Essex in the UK. So thank you, Graham, for sharing this. Um, Graham's story is he was looking for inspiration and wanted to read the secret book before heading out to an event, but couldn't find it anywhere. So instead of getting upset and stressed, he accepted it and continued on his day. Now, Graham also needed to book into a hotel in central London for an event the following week, but was having major problems finding hotels within his budget, and the hotels he did find were full on those days that he needed. So he decided to leave things and go to the event and spent the day out in the event, and when he came home, his wife had found the book, The Secret. And later on that evening, he went back on the computer to do some more searching to find um, a hotel for this event. And he managed to find a hotel that was a third off the price. And guess what? It was the exact hotel where the event he needs to attend is taking place. Wow. Now, Graham, thank you for sharing that story. It's, it's a nice, simple manifestation story, which I love. Because we sometimes think that we can't share stories or manifestations need to be huge um, success stories, as in winning the lottery or gaining that big promotion or getting married. And, and yes, they are manifestations, but even the small, minor, little stories actually make the best manifestations as well. And this is a prime example because these are one of the manifestation stories that sometimes we take for granted. You know, oh, I couldn't find this and then I found it. That's a manifestation. That's a universe giving you something. And what I love about this story and... To me, one of the main things that came out of this story was 
Graham could have stayed there and been really stressed and taken that stress with him to the event that he was attending. But he left it. He didn't want to spoil his day. He left it and went to his event, enjoyed himself, thoroughly got involved in, I believe he was helping out at a personal development event, and he really got involved in the event and took his mind off the stress, off the situation. And what I love about this story, it kind of connects to the question that I was asked earlier. He didn't stay focused on the situation He took his focus off. He took himself to a place where he was happy, which made him feel good. And he let go and he left it to the universe. Even without realizing, he just left it to the universe. I'm not going to take this stress on. And this is what we need to get into the practice of. We need to realize that our main goal is about feeling good, is about taking our mind off the situation and on to what feels good. Just getting on with life, enjoying life, enjoying us, enjoying who you are because it's you that's a co-creator. And there's no point in getting stressed because when you're getting stressed, you're trying to work out everything. You're trying to do what the universe is there to do. And that's not your role. Your role is to be you. So, Graham's prime example was really coming off the subject and doing what he enjoyed that day and the universe sorted it out for him. The hotel was the hotel where he was attending the event. I mean, that's to me, that's just brilliant and a third off the price as well. So that's like two manifestations, well, three manifestations if you include the book as well. Three manifestations in one evening Plus, he had a great time at his event. So, I guess my closing um, statements to you all is let go. Let go of the current situation. Let go of the stresses. Take a deep breath and relax. And be. Enjoy you. Go and have fun. Go and, go and do what makes you smile. In, enjoy life. Because that's part of co-creating, co-creating your life. Go and experience life. Just, just know that things are always going to work out. Get off the negative. Get off the stresses and strength. Get take your mind away from it. Don't focus on it. Stay focused on the good things. What you want will always be, but you have to look after yourself. So thank you for your questions and your stories today. And please, if anyone has got anything they would like to share, please do so. And again, I'll give you my email address. It's info at coachrita.co.uk. And I look forward to hearing from you and sharing your your details and, and your stories on the show. Well, That's it for the first half. And so before we bring on um, Nick, where I'll be interviewing him and he can share his story with you, let's just take some time out and um, I'll let you grab a coffee or if you're 
needing just to take a break and stretch your legs, then by all means do that and we'll be right back after this station ID. You're listening to Law of Attraction Radio Network, enhancing the well-being of millions of listeners worldwide. LOARadioNetwork.com is heard through 25 different internet radio stations, as well as iTunes Radio, Stitcher.com, and our mobile apps. The Law of Attraction Radio Network, your trusted source of daily inspiration at LOARadioNetwork.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm delighted to also welcome my guest for today's show, Nick Reynolds. Hi, Nick. Hello. Good day to you, Rita. Good day to you, too. (laughs) Nick is a successful international business entrepreneur born and raised in London, UK. His career spans from teaching design and technology to pursuing his hobby as a photographer, which became a full-time freelance career for him. He then was introduced to an incredible part-time business opportunity, which has led him to the success that he has today. Nick, what I love about your story is the journey and the career transitions you've had over the years. So let's go back to your teaching days. Was your aim to go into teaching at the time or was it something you just fell into? It's quite a funny story actually because... um, Ever since I was young, I, I never really had any particular dream job. Uh, I think my earliest career idea was to join the Royal Navy. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I love I loved travelling. I was really interested in the military things. But then when I was going through my early teens and going to careers fairs and things, I, I realised that actually I didn't want to be away from my family for months and months on end. So my, my sort of interest changed. But I never really knew what I wanted to do. And I asked my dad, uh, you know, what, what should I study? And his advice, fantastic advice, was, son, do what you're good at and do what you enjoy. So I, I focused on my sort of art and design uh, subjects, uh, GCSE and A-level. And then I went on to do product design degree at Brunel University. So that was a four-year degree. Yeah. And hard work, very hard work. And I came out with a great degree, got, my, got myself a great degree, but there was no jobs. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was two, it was 2001 and September 11th kicking off and things. And yeah. the job market here in London was pretty bad and nobody was employing anyone. And it was really, really difficult. And I spent three months actually looking for work. And it, anyone who knows what that's like looking for a job, it's quite depressing. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be really positive to keep going, keep believing in yourself. But... What kept you going? Sorry, well, Nick, what was it? What kept me going? Well, I had to find a job, basically. I was living mm. at home with my parents, and you know, I'd got a really good degree. I, I knew that I was well qualified, and I knew that eventually a, a job has got to come up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't find anything in my field of product design. So it was actually one evening, came home, and my dad said, Nick, I've got to speak to you. He said, listen, I've got an opportunity for you. Um, you could come and work as a teacher in my school because my dad was the head of department of the design department. Okay. And he basically said, look, you need a job. You've been looking for three months. You know the subject of design really, really well. Uh, you can pick up the whole teaching malarkey pretty easily. You're a smart guy. Uh, I've spoken to the headmaster and he said, yeah, if I can persuade you to come, then he'll he'll pay you your starting salary like this and you can come straight in and start on Monday. Have a think about it. Perfect. <laughs> um, my honest opinion, because you're asking, you know, did I fall into it? Well, yes, I did. I never had any ambition to be a teacher. 
probably because it never even really entered my mind. My dad being a teacher for you know 35 years plus, I never thought that I would do the same thing as my dad. And so I thought about it, I prayed about it, and I, and I, and I weighed up the pros and the cons. The, the cons were, I'm scared, I can't stand in front of a bunch of kids and <laughs> shout at them, how can I do that? It's so scary. Um, but then I looked at the pros and I thought, well, it's going to earn me some money. It's going to give me good experience. Uh, it's going to help my dad out because he's short of staff and it'll be good for the CV. So I thought, well, this makes sense, really. So on that Monday, I went in and began my uh, 10 year journey as a teacher. Secondary wow, school. brilliant. So did you actually enjoy teaching? I did. I think those those first weeks were petrifying. It was so scary. It must have been, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I remember. I wish I had. Wish there was a video recording of it. But when I would be introduced, and my dad would talk to the class, said, "Okay, well, as you know, the other teacher's gone, but I've managed to persuade this young man to come and take over. Now he's got a he's got an AE and A level and GCSE design. He's got a first class degree in product design, so he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, his name also happens to be. Mr. Reynolds, <laughs> the, the look on the kids' faces was classic. <laughs> My dad has a lot of respect. They're sort of afraid of him. Yeah. Now you've got the junior Mr. Reynolds coming in, and they, they thought they were going to get it easy, but now they realize they're, they're dealing with Mr. Reynolds' son. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, I mean, you, you mentioned, obviously, like 10 years you were teaching. So making that transition from teaching to then sort of following your hobby as a full-time career, which yes. was photography. Yes. How did that come about? Well, uh, my interest in photography started at a very young age when my dad and mum bought me my first camera about age eight. And then I've progressed and, and then eventually through university went to digital cameras, which just increased the number of photos I was taking. Uh, for me, my, I have a real love for recording the memories when I'm out traveling, when I'm on holiday with my family, with my friends, going places. I love to capture the action and, and, and save the memories. And so while I was doing my teaching, I was doing my photography in the background, freelance. Um, posting my pictures on Facebook and things and building my website and people, friends, family, seeing my pictures and realizing, wow, these are really great pictures. You should, you should do this as a job. And yeah, I always yeah. thought, well, that's easier said than done. That's a nice compliment. But, you know, it's tough to set up your own business and go full time as a photographer. There's lots of yeah. competition. There's lots of amazing photographers out there. Um, I stuck with my teaching because it was comfortable, to be honest. It was a steady income. Every month I get paid. Every six weeks we had a holiday, had weekends free, evenings were free, uh, had a pension. It was only five minutes from where I lived as yeah. well, which was so, so it's very convenient. Secure, yeah. It was secure. It was yeah. secure. And, uh, and although lots of people encouraged me to, why don't you do photography full time? I, I didn't really have any thoughts to do that because I was just comfortable. And you know what? To step out into something new takes a degree of risk. It takes a degree of effort. And you have to just step out and take that chance but believing in yourself was key but what happened for me really is I started doing weddings for people freelance um, events parties portraits I got into fashion about five years ago and that's been a lot of fun because I love meeting people and going to different places now uh, with the transition for me going full-time it, it, it really was out of my hands actually it's kind of funny um, sometimes we can make decisions and things happen and consequences happen that are out of our control. And so for me, just being a teacher, um, I was enjoying it and been doing it for 10 years. Um, but it just 
just came a point in the career where it just wasn't the same as it used to be. It wasn't as enjoyable. It wasn't a field. I was just dissatisfied with where things were and the way things were moving in the whole education sphere. It just wasn't as rewarding as it had been in the past. And, and so I had an opportunity really that opened up. Um, I kind of wasn't really in control of it, but things happened. Uh, it's a long story, but just things happened and I realised, you know what, it's time to move on. I, I, I don't want to stay at this school anymore. I could either go and look for a job elsewhere in another school, did a little bit of searching around but couldn't, couldn't find anything that would suit me. And so I had no alternative really, but let's yeah. do what I'm good at. Let's do what I enjoy, which is my photography, and, and, and let's build a business from here. It seems that um, the universe almost was kind of like taking you forward. Um, you know, you'd built this path, you'd built obviously the teaching, and then obviously the, the photography kind of took off and kind of took you on a whirlwind to, to more avenues and almost it kind of coincided with the fact, okay, teaching served its purpose, but you were getting hungry. There was more there and the universe was kind of showing you Hold on a minute, you know. Yeah, come, come with me. Let, let's let's go and explore. Let's let's venture out and see what Nick can really do. It's, that's the yeah. kind of feel I'm getting from your story. That yeah, yeah. There's a great quote. Um, one of the wisest men in ever lived, Solomon, King Solomon. He said mm. that if you delight yourself in God, He will give you the desires of your heart. If you trust in Him and and, and seek Him, He will open up the doors and opportunities for you. And and yeah. uh, and that's been something that's really given me a confidence and a, and a courage to know that in, in all this transition that I was going through, it was quite a difficult time actually, 10 years of being secure as a teacher and then things were suddenly being taken away from me and things turned upside down and you know I spent about just a few months actually just in quiet reflection, I was just thinking, praying, reading, just just spending time out because it was a, it was a big transition yeah, but then yeah. once I sort of caught my vision and and was encouraged and, and, and renewed my strength through being very, very busy, having some time just to be still, to think, to reflect, to inquire, to pray, uh, to seek the path. I, I had clarity on what I needed to do, and I believe that was a key turning point in my life for the next chapter. Brilliant. So it sounds um, your faith was what kept you going, having faith um, not only in God, but also having an element of faith in yourself to say, you know, I, I can do this, I can move forward. Because obviously, you're making that transition, there's a lot of fears, you know, coming out of a secure job and, you know, going into something that you follow as a hobby, you know, something that you're very passionate about. To do that, obviously, the fears must have crept in, but it sounds like your faith is what kept you stable to make that transition and to say, it's okay to step out and, and, and trust and, and, and go with with what you feel. Definitely, absolutely, 100%. I mean, it's about my relationship with Jesus Christ, basically. Uh, because of the relationship I've got with him, he's my best friend, he's the one who's like my heavenly father, he's looking out for me. I know that he's got good plans for me, he's got plans to prosper me, he's got plans to give me a hope, he's got plans to give me a future. And if this is true, all I've got to do is believe it. I could choose not to believe it and think, well, I don't think that's true. I'm no good. I, I'm, I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm going to fail. I've tried. I've really hard, tried hard and it's not working. I'll get fed up. You know what? Stuff this. God, I don't need you. You don't even exist. Whatever. You know, I could have gone that route. But thankfully, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot through my life. I've, I've been surrounded by some very many successful, positive, spiritual people 
like my parents, like my pastor, my friends from my church. And, and that's really made a big foundation in my life. And I, th I, I believe that, you know, part of my purpose here on life, in life is to, is to make the world a better place, is to, to pass on what I know, the knowledge that I have, the experiences I have to help other people. And, you know, I'm doing that to some degree with my photography. But um, I'm excited about the, the, the other chapters opening up and I'm going to help more people in even greater ways. That's brilliant. And that kind of really rolls into my next question. So you've obviously now made another transition in your life in, in terms of your career. So share with the listeners about your new venture, because this obviously has brought even more sort of dramatic change to your life. Share, share what this new exciting venture is. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the medium of radio is fantastic, but TV would be even better because you need to see the smile on my face yeah. right now. Um, well, look, it, to sort of summarise, really, uh, a good friend of mine who, who goes to my church actually here in Dagenham, East London, he, uh, he called me up. I've just spent four months travelling around the world. The, the beauty of being self-employed is that you have more freedom of time. And so now that I was a photographer doing it full time, I could go traveling and go as long as I want until the money runs out. Brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I fulfill one of my dreams of a lifetime, which was to go to Australia, New Zealand and New Caledonia, where I've got some, my auntie and uncle and cousins live out there. So they always send us these Christmas calendars every single year, of palm trees and exotic beaches. <laughs> totally Crystal different Cliff. to the UK. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I knew I wanted to go there. And so I had an opportunity. I went had an amazing time, I took some lovely photographs, saw some incredible places, met, experienced the culture and the food, it was phenomenal. Do it all over again, definitely, and I will do soon. So many more places in the world I want to visit. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and so I came back and my friend phoned me up and he said, hey Nick, welcome home, which was really, really nice. And he said, listen, listen, he's really excited. He says, what are you doing on Wednesday? Can you come around my house? I want you to meet someone. I've started this new business. Like, what? What do you mean you started a business? You've got a full-time job. He said, no, 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 you've got to come and see it. I said, what's it all about? He wouldn't tell me that much. I said, come on, Rimmick, just tell me, what's it about roughly? He said, okay, well, well our business, they're the, the, the world's largest direct sale energy, telecom, they're in banking, finance, wellness, cosmetics, all these different things. We've got billionaire Donald Trump endorsing us. He had it featured on the, AC, on the Apprentice TV wow. show in, yes. uh, in America. And he's talking about, well, we've got uh, Richard Branson, one of our business partners here in the UK. He was very excited. So I was like, all right, all right, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Anyway, so I went around to his house. I was very skeptical, to be honest. And I, I thought, I don't know what they're going to show me, but they probably want me to buy something. They're going to sell me something. or I don't have time for it because I'm doing my photography full time. Um, we haven't mentioned it, but I'd also set up another company with a couple of friends doing printing, graphic design, again, using my skills in design okay. to, to build another company there. And I just didn't have any time. But the information they shared with me that evening blew my mind quite literally. It's, it should have a health warning with it because <laughs> I woke up at four o'clock the next morning and I could not get back to sleep. That's not normal for wow. me. Normally you wake up at four o'clock, you roll over and go, ah, oh, great, I've got a couple more hours in bed, fantastic. But that morning, uh, my mind was just spinning with the information that, you know, I saw an opportunity where through the services and essential things that people are using every single day, I could get paid. That I could get paid for doing the job once, but not get paid once, but get paid over and over and over again. I mean, imagine this, imagine this, imagine, I mean, you've got a lot of listeners out there that they're doing, majority of people doing jobs. 
And I was doing jobs, but I was uh, running my own businesses. But the kind of the businesses owned me rather than me owned the business. If I went away, my business wouldn't run on its own. I wouldn't make yeah. any money. You're, it's reliant on you, really. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and some of the things I've learned in the last year is that, you know what? The most successful people in the world, they're making money while they sleep. They've, they've mm. learned how to generate income without them being busy, 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 working, working, working for a yeah, boss. They, yeah. they actually, the richest people in the world, they, they own businesses that employ people like us. And we're, yeah. and we're, we're doing all the hard work. We're, 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 but we're building their dream. And there's a great quote that says, you know, if you don't build your own dream, someone will someone hire else. you yeah. to build theirs. <laughs> and so I thought I was building my dream with photography, but it, you know, it's hard work and all success requires hard work. And I was enjoying it, but I wasn't seeing the, the financial success or the time success that I would have, would like, certainly for the future as you get married and have children and see them grow up, you want to have more time. Uh, the only way I saw in photography to make more money would be to increase the quality of my work to get more customers but that would all require a lot more time and to be honest because it had been a hobby I never really was that excited about photography becoming my full-time job because I, 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 I was because I was worried that maybe the fun element of photography would would diminish and it would become more business I've just got to do this for the money and yeah. so there is so that what, difficulty yeah. in that yeah taking yeah. the fun away from your hobby yeah so I saw an opportunity where you know people are using gas and electricity people are using their mobile phones they're surfing the web the internet they're interested in their health they are watching tv and i had an opportunity now to make money because the people are paying their bills there's an opportunity for a residual income because people have residual bills so i could get paid over and over and over again for doing mm -hmm. the job just once and i'm thinking wow imagine imagine if i got paid over and over again for all the jobs I'd ever done, for all the hours I'd ever done as a teacher. Imagine if I got paid, you know, e every every time, every every month for doing that job once. I'd be a millionaire now. <laughs> and I think that's what it is. It's the beauty of um, passive income, isn't it? That's it's to right. be able to to put it out there and then continue with your life and just watch it build and build and build. And that passive income, it, it's it's often not something that people feel they can achieve i mean there's lots of ways of creating income like a great way is property i mean donald trump the multi-billionaire business tycoon from the usa who endorses our business actually came to our events uh, last uh, summer in barcelona i was there in barcelona Brilliant. Fifteen thousand people filling up at the olympic stadium there we've got donald trump darren hart <laughs> coming out saying you guys you're on a great mission. You've got fantastic leaders. Your company is really amazing. I really love what you guys are about because you're about helping people. And he, he was just saying how you know, he's a, he made most of his billions through property. You, know, you, have a, you have a property. You rent it out. It's creating you passive income. Uh, maybe you have stocks and shares and uh, big investments. It creates you wealth while you sleep. But yeah, most yeah. people, that's out of their reach because you need a significant amount of money or investment to even create that opportunity uh, and what I was exposed to and now involved in and helping many many other people achieve great things is an opportunity where ordinary people ordinary ordinary people can create have a become part of a business to grow 
in themselves. It's like a personal development university, I would call it. It's a, it's a personal development university where you can earn while you learn. And the beauty is it's a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. And there is no limit to who can do this. I, I know pizza people that were just delivering pizzas a year ago, working in a kebab shop with no money in their pocket. And now they're like earning 50,000, pounds a month. It's crazy. And I know yeah. people, security guards, bankers, judges, teachers, lawyers, all kinds of people from all different backgrounds becoming very, very successful because of this opportunity. So, And I think, yeah, and I think also, I mean, obviously, it's about timing as well. I mean, you were ready to to go for it. Um, and I think also, you know, there's a lot of people that possibly, yes, you know, now's the time for me to just try it, give it a go and, and see if it works. And having, I mean, I know one of your sort of, um, benefits of what you do is also being able to have a team together and not just reliant on yourself you know things grow when we can work together with other people when we can encourage other people so I know obviously your role at the moment obviously you know in a bit of your background is to encourage others to encourage your team as well mm -hmm. as being encouraged by other people so it's almost like opening yourself up to the world and saying, look, I'm here and, you know, we can do this together, but both all still generate income for ourselves. So I think that's one of the plus sides of what you do and, and what there are a number of businesses that offer, offer this to many people. So that's that's yeah. what's great. And you were ready, you know, you yeah. saw the potential and you were, you were open to it. And mm. I think that's the key. That is I mean, the key. You weren't yeah. closed-minded to anything, saying, oh, no, no, no. You weren't looking for the negatives. You were saying, okay, let's just see what this is about. And mm -hmm. that's where it gripped you, I think. Mm -hmm. We're living in a world with the internet and everything. We've got so much information available to us now. It's so easy to get the information. Um, but almost we can be overwhelmed with the quantity of information that we sometimes just switch our minds off to it. And we kind of mm -hmm. and we see a lot of negativity and a lot of negative information and, and our eyes tend to always gravitate towards the negative if you're looking at a company let's say you're looking at some reviews you'll see something negative your eyes will go to that but yeah. you ignore yeah. the hundreds and thousands of positive reviews that are there and I, I can see that you know because we have all this information we it's important that we are open to look and I believe teamwork is vital because if the world comes together you know we could solve so many of the world's problems if we mm. would just come together and talk together and what I love now about what I'm doing, in a way, it's very similar to what I was doing as a teacher. When I was a teacher, I was working with under-18s and, and trying to help these students progress. I, I got so much satisfaction from seeing students struggling to do something, and then I would teach them and say, try this, try it, cut, cut that piece of wood like this. And then they achieved it, and they made something, and they took it home. And if the student took it home, what they made, I knew I'd done my job. They were happy. They were smiling to see the progression. But now what I'm doing, and we were, when I was doing photography, I was sort of developing negatives into photographs but now I'm, I'm, I'm developing positive people into successful people I'm raising leaders people working with people over 18 and and helping them achieve something ordinary people achieving extraordinary things and it's, it's so fulfilling when you can be helping other people but it's also helping me myself so that's win-win yeah yeah and there is um, a quote that I always love to share is energy flows where focus goes. So if your focus is on the positives, your energy and your enthusiasm will always be positive and you look out for the positives. Mm. Whereas if you focus on 
well, what's wrong with this? You know, what what could go wrong? Then you are going to see that that's just going to stare you in the face. So it's always important to just look for the benefits and the plus sides, and and you know, the negatives can be pushed to one side. And it is a case of believing in yourself and being ready. Yeah. So. What would you say has been your biggest strength through your journey to success? Biggest strength? I think one of the skills that resonated when I hear that question is really being organized. I think one of my strengths is the fact that I'm very organized. To be a good teacher, you have to be organized. Yeah. You either learn it or you fail. You have to be organized. So I'm very organized with the way I do things, quite methodical. I think things through, um, I plan things out. And yeah, being organized. Brilliant. So what would you say then? What's your last piece of advice that you would share with our listeners who are thinking of making these transitions in life? Because obviously I'm sure there's many out there like both yourself and me included, have followed the nine-to-five trek and <laughs> have wanted more and as like making that transition. I mean, what would, you, what would your advice be to those who are actually going through that and wanting to make transitions? Well, firstly, I would say a few things, really. Number one, whoever you are, regardless of your background, your parents, your education, the country, your current finances, your, your relationship status, whatever, every single person is unique. And therefore, every single person is incredibly valuable and incredibly full of potential. And so I believe our life's purpose is to discover what we were here for and what it is that we have been given that we can use. You, yeah. you might not be as beautiful as the next person. I'm not as handsome as the person next to me. Or I might not have as much money as someone else down the street. But the question you've got to ask is, what have you got? What is in your hands? And then understand what you have and then use it. You know, it could be very, very simple. It could be that you've got a nice smile. You can smile and cheer people up. It might be that you have an ability just to come alongside and listen, and you're very good at listening to people. So go and, go and help other people with what you've got, and you'll start to feel that fulfillment. Brilliant. But on a different angle, I, I, I was asked a question a few years back. He said, so Nicholas, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And to be honest, I had no clue. I had no clue. I had no plan. And I would ask your listeners to be reflective take some time out mm -hmm. look at your life and say where do you think you'll be in five years time and if your answer is i don't know well the sad fact is you're probably already there then um it's very important we have a vision for our life uh, yeah. in the bible there's a great verse which says people perish for lack of vision it's really really important we have vision if our government leaders don't have vision we're not going to vote for them and it's really important that our life have vision and this is something that's happened uh, to me, even more so in the last year, I've caught a vision of something that's huge. Um, you know, Albert Einstein, he, he says that insanity, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And so to use another quote from one of my favorite mentors, Jim Rohn, who's actually passed away now, but Jim Rohn, phenomenal, look him up, Jim mm. Rohn. He says, for things to change, you have to change. Yeah. And so... It's very easy for us to be discouraged and negative about circumstances and we can moan and complain. Or we can say, you know what, 
let's look for the good. I believe that we are living in a day where we have so many amazing opportunities around us if we would just open our eyes and look. Um, people, some people say, oh, the world's getting worse, the world's getting worse. But I actually believe the world is getting better in so many ways. Um, just with technology and the advances in medicine and, and communication and travel, um, there are so many opportunities out there if we're looking. And so you know, if people are, people are looking for a way to improve their life, they look beyond just themselves, they look around, speak to people, meet people, take advice, listen, then uh, they, can, they can find the opportunity. And, and I'm here to help, help people. And I believe what I have is perhaps the most amazing business opportunity on the planet. It's not my idea. <laughs> it was just <laughs> presented to me. I was just fortunate to be in the right place at the right time. And a friend phoned me up and said, Nick, come and have a look at this information. I said, okay, I wasn't closed-minded. I was a bit skeptical, but I went and I had a listen. He's my friend. I could trust him. And this opportunity is for your listeners too. You know, if they're looking for an opportunity where they can make more money, have uh, more freedom financially, which is always a plus, but also more time because it's not just about working harder, it's about working smarter. So this opportunity can give them more time, time freedom, because they can have the money coming in passively, but also it's about freedom, freedom in life. It's about helping people spiritually. It's about help. When you see people progress and you see them become successful, you can go to sleep at night knowing, wow, I did something good yeah. today. I've helped someone. And that's, that's far better. It's not just about becoming millionaires yeah. on your desert island. Thinking <laughs> happy, but you're going to get miserable very quickly. I know I would. I, I have to be around people. I want to be helping people and help them become millionaires and, and that will make me feel great. <laughs> Definitely. And I think that's, I think once you um, are doing something that you love and you're doing something that's you're passionate about and touching people's lives, it's just, it's always, you know, your cup is completely full. It's overflowing. So to give mm -hmm. others, you know, that opportunity to share, to touch people's lives, it's something where you're not coming from a lack. You're actually coming from an abundance. So you're coming yes from something you have that's overflowing that people say yes I want that and sometimes you know you go around and just seeing a smile on someone's face that you brought that smile just touches you in more ways than you know having to go on a shopping spree and buying yourself lots of stuff so yeah you know I yeah. just love that advice thank you so much Nick so for all the listeners out there where can they find out more information about you and your exciting venture well, I would love to uh, communicate with any of your listeners, wherever they are in the world. I mean, our business, we're operating in 24 countries right now, all across Europe. We're in America, Canada, Mexico, we're in South Korea. But in the next five years, we're going to be expanding to over 80 different countries like India, Philippines, Japan, the African continent, all of South America. It is phenomenal. Now is a great time. So yeah. to get in touch with me, i um, got my email, which is Nick. Reynolds, N-I-C-K-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S at acnrep.com. That's Alpha Charlie November Rep.com. Uh, that's my email. My website is nickreynolds.acnrep.com. But I would love to talk to you more. Uh, it's going to be great to have a conversation with people and see how I can possibly help people with this fantastic opportunity. Well, thank you, Nick, for coming on the show and sharing your journey with us on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. It has been a great pleasure having you as my guest and for inspiring people because, um, you know, I mean, that's why I do what I do and having guests like yourselves to come on 
and share your inspiration as well is is just brilliant so thank you so much thank you um, very much thank you so well i hope nick's journey has left all of you feeling inspired remember success comes from enjoying not only what you do but also enjoying who you are in the meantime if you have a question you would like me you would like me to share on air with you and coach you on please email me at info at coachrita.co.uk. So that's info at coachrita.co.uk. Well, until next time, take care and thank you all for listening. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another great show of Your Missing Link to the Law of Attraction. For more information, go to coachrita.co.uk. That's coachrita.co.uk. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky. Also on the faces of people going by, I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They learn much more. To myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful world.